In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and we had a really record month last month on listenership. So I'd really like to thank all our listeners, and we do have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to this show, let me tell you what this show is about. The show is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term growth in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as artificial intelligence and data protection regulations to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please download this series and you can also hear the series on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So if you miss us live, then download. And I invite you to connect with me. Send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. And let me know what you'd like to hear about. Now, if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international, local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful for your business of your, or yourself. Now, this week, we're kind of in a different position, okay? And in preparing for this show today, um, I read a really interesting article on the Visual Capitalist on visualizing the history of pandemics. And this was quite scary. Scary because although we're medically more advanced today, if you actually visualize the pandemics, we've had all the way back from the Black Plague to the swine flu in 2009 and 2010, it really makes you stop and think on the impact one virus has, and we're feeling that today. I mean, many of us saw the outbreak of SARS or Ebola, but both of these happened a few years ago before we really embraced the world economy. Now, today we've advanced to a full global economy, and although this is spirited growth, it brings with us certain risks because we are so globally connected today. And now we're having another pandemic and it's hitting the entire world economy. And it's especially hitting local businesses. Now, local businesses who depend on foot traffic are not getting it. And many of them are not prepared to business any other way. So how can we help them? How can we help local businesses because they are the heart of our economy. And this episode, we're going to talk to an individual and a company that really has a focus on local businesses. And our guest today is Christopher Coffey, and he has been vice president and content product manager at the company Duda. And Duda is a leading website design platform for companies and they offer website design services to small business. So they really know the small business arena. Now, Duda serves all kinds of customers from freelance web professionals to digital agencies, all the way up to the largest hosting companies and online publishers in the world. And Christopher has a keen interest in emerging technologies and their impact to business and society. Now, he's a veteran of startups and enterprise. He has a deep track record in developing marketing customer community and evangelist programs for brands such as Adobe, H&R Brock, Aruba Networks, and many more. Prior to Duda, he was also content marketing manager at GoDaddy and vice senior strategist at Ants iView, which was acquired by PwC. And he has a master's in MBA from Carnegie Mellon and also in computer science from Northwestern. Now, he's connecting with us today from the San Francisco Bay Area. So, uh, Chris, how's things out there today? Hi, Kim. Thank you uh, very much for having me on. Yeah, things are, you know, uh, you know quiet because everybody is pretty much under uh, – 
sort of shelter in place orders right now across the Bay Area. We've got about 6.7 million people in nine Bay Area counties that are under shelter in place orders. And so everybody is, uh, you know, kind of hunkered down, uh, you know, staying at home, really, you know, taking care of their families and figuring out, you know, for the next three weeks. And, you know, we're not sure how much longer after that, um, you know, how we're going to sort of keep things, keep things going. Um, we've got, you know, everybody's got, you know, food stocked up in their houses. Uh, we can go out for things like uh, staples uh, for, you know, household types of things. But other than that, all of the, the businesses, except for critical ones, are shut. And, uh, you know, we're uh, working with all of our coworkers and, uh, customers, as well as our, you know, connecting with our, our extended uh, family completely uh, remotely now. So we're doing a lot of uh, online conferences, everything from Zoom to Skype to Google Hangouts and everything in between, uh, and getting a lot of, uh, you know, interaction that way. And it's, you know, for folks who have done the distance work and work from home thing before, um, you know, this isn't that uh, uh, foreign to us, uh, but at the same time, it's a very different world, you know, kind of not sure where things are going and, uh, you know, what we're going to see and everybody being basically, uh, housebound for the, for the mm -hmm. next three weeks in the, in the Bay area. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same here. I'm recording from Germany today. Um, and you, you know, uh, what are you hearing from businesses? Because your company works with local businesses. So uh, what, what, what are they saying right now? Because it must be really scary for local businesses who rely on foot traffic. Yeah, we're seeing a, a lot of interesting uh, things out there. You know, not surprisingly, if it is an in-person service business, um, they are pretty much shutting down at this point and in the Bay Area have been shut down. So this looks at things like uh, spas and salons and the like. The very interesting ones are the restaurants and we're seeing all mm -hmm. sorts of changes happening pretty much in real time in the in the restaurant space. What we're seeing is most places, especially local places, have been forced to shut what they are doing for from an in-person and in-restaurant uh, service perspective, uh, starting to figure out if they haven't already set up things for delivery and online ordering, getting those things going. And there is huge concern. Uh, these are businesses that operate with very, very low margins. They mm -hmm. operate in a, a very local area. Uh, some of them you know, can't do things remotely. And so at this point, uh, trying to figure out what they can do in the short term, how they can work with their agency partners to get things set up to help them through this. And they're really trying to figure things out. You know, some of them are, you know, kind of looking back at past things like the, uh, the 2008 uh, recession, trying to take some learnings from there. And, you know, folks are uh, in some ways, kind of scrambling uh, right now, mm -hmm. trying to figure things out if they haven't had all these pieces in place already. Yeah. What can you, you you just did an interesting article also that uh, uh, I refer my listeners to. Um, and you talked a little bit about some of the lessons you could learn from last time. Um, what, you know, what, what could small businesses learn from, from the 2008 situation? Yeah, I mean, I think there are a number of things to watch for from there that are going to be instructive and illustrative. If you look at what the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics and some of the other sources had from that time, um, you know, the, the recession really hit in 2008 into 2009. And what we saw was sort of a rolling um, two-year lag of business closures and the falling startup numbers over that that period of time. Um, you know, we did see a lot of small businesses go under, unfortunately. Um, 
the things around liquidity, especially with respect to loans and such, got very, very tight in that three-year period from 2008 to 2011. Um, one of the interesting things that is different now from then was at that time, things like crowdfunding really were in their infancy. So there really wasn't a whole lot out there for things like um, fundable and angel list and uh, GoFundMe and those types of things. And mm -hmm. so there may be opportunities to tap into uh, small business, local business communities that might be able to, to help them out. But, um, you know, it's going to be, it's very likely to be a, a rough couple of years for, uh, for small businesses if they were not on super solid footing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what what businesses can do. But before I, before I go that, I mean, we're all sitting here, you know, saying it's going to affect the local business, it's going to affect... Um, taking a look down the road, do you think that there may be any positive swing in this um, when we do finally get out of this, that maybe um, people, consumers and customers start going more local uh, again rather than going to big, huge malls and things like that? Do you think we might have some kind of positive effect out of this, even though it's a very horrible negative situation? I do. Um, you know, the some of the, the things on the positive side, I think people will, as a result of this, have much more uh, interaction with their with their neighbors and communities where it was very easy to, um, you know, simply, you know, roll out to the, the Costco or the Walmart. Uh, if folks want their communities to be strong and resilient as we work through things, I think people will be a lot more apt and likely and at least think about what are the what are the local businesses they can and should be working with. I think a couple of other things that are, are quite likely to come out of this. One, this is a huge constraint on everything. And those types of constraints often really generate incredible, incredible creativity as well, because mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out how to do, you know, new and novel things that you never really had to do before, because there was sort of slack in the system. So I would not be surprised at all if, you know, in two years, we see a, a massive bloom of really interesting, really creative businesses being started as well as a result of uh, a lot of the challenges that we're going to be going through over the, the following weeks and months. Mm -hmm. And that also applies to the local businesses also. But with the local businesses that you're working uh, with um, on their online presence, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, How are you seeing these local businesses trying to come up with creative ideas and, and you know, how they can... Um, you know, keep reach with their customers and so on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, going out and, A, you know, reaching out to those customers, letting them know uh, what's working, what's not. There was a uh, there was a pub up in Mountain View, an Irish pub uh, called St. Stephen's Green, and uh, got a mailer from them on Monday, as all of the the Bay Area lockdowns were being announced, and they were saying, "Okay, well, we're an Irish pub. Um, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we kind of mm -hmm. need to figure something out here." And so they immediately uh, reached out, sent an email to everybody on their list, updated their website immediately with what they were doing, and actually spun things up to have all of their, you know, corned beef and, and cabbage orders and such available for drive-by pickup. So they were still able to do some things and they were able to react very quickly because they had been, you know, thinking about what they could do. They put it up on their website, they sent out to their list. Uh, other ones are trying to figure out what are the things that they can do to have some aspect of their business and their business model work with this new world where the only things that are open are a handful of businesses that are doing, you know, food and staples and hardware and things like that. Uh, and then other services are, are trying to figure out how do they 
uh, either ramp things down, uh, hunker down while they're doing that, or perhaps do things like um, figure out other ways and other services that they can uh, they can offer to to keep some cash inflow coming in while they're while they're trying to ramp down their their expenses. Mm-hmm. That that's a really creative idea. Idea actually, that's so funny. I, with all this going on, I didn't I didn't even realize that St. Patrick's Day went and came already. So I mean, you know, you're so you're so used you're so you're so used to you know going out and partying and doing things, and and then we've had the lockdown here in Germany for a while, and I completely forgot about it. So, uh, anyways, um, Chris, we're gonna take a short break, okay, and when we come back. I want to um, I want to refer to also the article that you wrote and talk about a little bit about you know what can small businesses do um, you know this this pub is a fantastic example of creativity but what else can they do you know for for their customers for their employees and um, what kind of resources are out there for them so we're going to take a, a quick break now and for our listeners, we are talking to Christopher Carfee, and he's the Vice President and Content Product Mar- Marketing Director at Duda, and he is the lead, Duda is a leading website design platform for companies that offer website design and services to small businesses. So Duda is definitely in the area of helping small businesses get through the next few months and the next few years in this crisis. And hopefully it won't be a few years, but um, you can reach out to anybody at Duda on their website at www.duda.co. And for Chris, you can reach him on LinkedIn under C Carfee. And he's also on Facebook and on Facebook, you can get Duda and on Twitter, you can go to Duda and Duda also has their company profile on LinkedIn. So please reach out to them. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, leadership and business expert. You can reach me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today, we're talking with Christopher Carfee, and he's the Vice President of Content and Product Marketing uh, Director at uh, Duda. And Duda is a leading website platform company that offers website designs to small businesses. So they're definitely in the arena of helping small businesses, and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the impact this 
health situation worldwide is having on small businesses. And um, Chris, you did a nice little blog about this um, last week or this week, the beginning of this week. And in it, you talked about uh, in these hard times, taking a holistic view. So could you explain that and why is that so important? Absolutely. So from a sort of taking a, a holistic view side of things, there are a lot of different constituencies that we all need to be thinking about, whether we are an agency working with small businesses or a small business or um, you know anyone else who's, who's trying to figure out what do we do going forward here. And when I say taking a holistic view, it's really looking at all of the different constituencies that we need to be taking into account. It's employees, it's customers, it's the broader community, and then especially for agency business owners and small businesses themselves, a lot of the financial and business considerations as well. And so it's really thinking about all the different places that get touched when you're running a business, if you look at the whole, whole sort of canvas and model that you have for your business of who your customers are, who is delivering your product or service, uh, you know, who is your upstream supplier in the supply chain, either from a product standpoint or from a service standpoint, you need to be thinking about that. And at the core of all of this really is the employee as well in these these small businesses um, making sure that they are are doing well uh, as as things are progressing. And so it's a really sort of wide-reaching way to think about all of the different constituencies that we need to to bring into account. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when, when we start to get into these really difficult times, I think you're right. The first thing we think about is people. So that's employees and customers. So um, to small businesses that are listening, uh, what, what are some recommendations maybe around employees that they could look at? Certainly. I mean, with, with employees, uh, you know, if folks don't have this in place already, definitely thinking about what are uh, sick leave policies as folks are um, likely to have to take some time off either for themselves or for their their families and, and loved ones. Um, there are definitely going to be some situations where there are staffing shortages and disruptions. And so for any agency or small business owner, um, thinking about those things and planning for those situations. Uh, right now, there are many, many, many organizations that are either through choice or through uh, fiat being forced to go through and understand a work from home policy and get those types of things uh, spun up either with equipment or processes and the like. Um, there's another aspect, I think, on the employee side as well that is super important around uh, culture, uh, business culture, organization culture, and, and morale. So the things that that we're seeing right now and some of the things that we're doing, we have spun up all sorts of uh, internal Slack channels, in our case, of people sharing, here's what my work from home setup looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Here is, you know, here's my dog, here's my kid. And <laughs> it's really interesting you know, it's hysterical, but it's uh, yeah. it's really sort of flipping the switch of, for many of us, we have, you know, sort of our, our professional persona and then our outside of work human persona. And, well, they're all kind of the same person right now. And yeah. so the number of people who um, you know, are starting to, you know, refer to their, their kids and fur babies as uh, their co-workers right now. And then talking about what their co-workers are doing is absolutely hysterical. And that aspect of connection that we can do now that we couldn't do, you know, 10 or 15 years ago with, uh, you know, virtual hangouts and, um, you know, Slack and Teams and those types of tools and Skype, those are all things that we didn't have before. So I think on the employee side, um, having that connection, thinking about if you're a, a agency or a business owner, how do you understand what the impacts are going to be and sort of put some of those processes in place, but also really, really thinking about the 
cultural impact as well and how you keep people um, connected and motivated and not feeling isolated, especially if they mm-hmm. haven't done work from home before. Um, on the customer side, there are a number of different things. You know, As we had talked about uh, before the break, reaching out to customers, letting them know what's going on, letting them know if there are additional or different services that folks can uh, be providing to them, and really understanding what are the things that you need to do to help them. If there are services that you can provide for providing more distance um, engagement types of, of capabilities, thinking about those types of things. If there are um, the ability to extend special offers or terms or take those types of things into effect that might lessen the load from a, a financial impact to them or help them run their businesses in this very different model. Uh, those are some of the things that we're seeing people reach out to customers with as well. The other thing is reaching out to them and sharing you know, sort of the things that they are see- seeing, uh, tips and tricks. We've got a uh, a Facebook group uh, called Duda Web Pros, and since most of our customers are either agencies who are working with small businesses or SaaS platforms, we've got you know over well over a thousand people in that group, and they're starting to share uh, tips and tricks with each other of what they are doing and what they are seeing, and so being able to provide a way to not necessarily dictate what's going on, but provide a forum for customers to interact with each other is something that folks uh, definitely should be considering as well. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things you said that was really important is engagement. And, um, and uh, you know, with small businesses, it, you know, any business is kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And I just had a little story. I have, um, I work with a, a, a very big steel company and I um, just sent them a quick email the other day to see how they're all doing. And, um, and I sent it to a group and Every single one of them wrote back, okay, and and said, oh, it's so nice that you just thought about us. Thank you for sending the email. So what would you tip? I mean, I just, I was surprised that everybody wrote back, and that uh, was a, a team of eight. And what was your, what do you, what about emails and reaching out to customers? When, you, when you're a small business, how important is that in this time to keep your brand and your business in front of them? I think it's super important and really any reason for reaching out um, should either be super personal or super useful. Those mm-hmm. are the two kind of main buckets that that we're seeing that are really connecting. And in the, the case that you just walked through, it was a super personal outreach. Personal. It was yeah. from Kimberly to, you know, actual, um, you know, to an actual human um, or providing, again, tips and tricks and, and things that they're doing and really trying to understand what's, what's going on, uh, would recommend against the um, just kind of blanket, you know, we know this is a, a trying time sort of thing that doesn't have mm. either anything personal or actionable in it, because I think most of us over the past, you know, 72 or 96 hours have had our inboxes flooded with those sorts of generic things that come from an address that you can't reply to and um, doesn't really provide any new or useful or actionable information. So again, either make it personal or make it really, really actionable and useful. Yeah, that that's a really good tip because you're right. Mine was quite personal because I work with teams on, on a on a coaching basis, and um, it was really you know to each one of the eight. You know, how are you doing? Do you need, you know, some support right now? Or, you know, what it was quite personal. But you're right, because our inbox um, inboxes are like full of stuff that we don't want to read right now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So what what else, you know, in, in this holistic view, um, and I want to come to product later, but what else in communication can small businesses do to just to make sure that, you know, they're they're in relationship with their, their customers. Is there anything else you can think of? Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing just, you know, as we all become super, super, super human, um, you know, that we've always sort of been, but again, I think we've all kind of had this 
veneer um, sometimes of, you know, professional persona versus uh, mm-hmm. versus, you know, personal persona. Um, just also realizing and, uh, you know, empathizing. Folks are all going through a really hard time right now. Um, I am seeing tons of folks out there who are uh, either struggling or trying to figure out how to deal with and manage uh, just the types of mental health um, issues they've always been working with, things around anxiety and and other types of conditions. And so being really cognizant of that, uh, if there are the opportunity to reach out and connect people up with either resources, um, you know, through the through the business, or even just personally, you know, letting folks know, you know, especially you know, folks who you're who you're close to out there, who may be customers, maybe friends, maybe colleagues, uh, maybe employees. Um, just the private message of, hey, here's my number. If you need anything, hit me up on a, a direct message. Give me a call. My phone's on. Um, and just again, really tightening up those ability to have the the personal connections because. Over the next weeks and months, a lot of folks are really going to be feeling isolated. And so we can't discount, I think, the mental health issues that are going to come into uh, situation here as well. And so when we talk about that holistic view, especially with employees, especially with customers, especially with partners, um, just letting folks know that you know we're all actual people and we're all actual humans and we're all uh, literally all in this together at the same point and we you know we need to figure out how to do the business things as well um and that is part of this this greater situation that we're all in right now yeah yeah no i think that i think that's really good advice because it is it is quite stressful we all feel it um and you know the, everybody with kids is not used to spending you know 24 hours at home with the children in the house <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Add that on top exactly. of work and you go crazy. Um, Chris, we're going to take a short break and want to come back. I want to really want to go into some nitty gritty on um, digital presence because it's so important and how you know st- a small businesses can you know look at their products or come up with a better bi- digital presence because at Cinda, which is one of our sponsors. Um, for this show, they've done some market research that shows probably only about 50% of the small businesses out there have a full, robust robust digital presence. And if there's any time to do it, it might be now. So I want to talk to you about what they can do to get more visual, get more customers and get their presence online better. Um, So we're going to take a short break. And for our listeners, we are talking with Christopher Carfee, and he's the Vice President Contact and Product Marketing at Duda. And Duda is one of the leading web design platform companies that offer their services to small businesses and enterprises around the world. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Duda, please go to www.duda.co. And there, Duda is also on Facebook, and Duda is on Twitter, and also on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to talk, reach out to Christopher himself. He's on LinkedIn under CC Carfi, and that's C C A R F I. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, leadership and business expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders or go to my website. Now, this show is also brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's most extensive digital marketing and local search nonprofit associations. And you can learn more about Cinda by going to www.cinda.org and you will also be able to access recordings and webinars under the Cinda Academy. Now, at this time, Cinda has been planning a conference in Berlin, May 24th to 26th. Of course, we all know the world will see what happens at that time. So instead, go to our webinars, go to Cinda's webinars on www.cinda.org, and you can also hear this podcast, Leadership Beyond Borders, on their website. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back.
Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's business channel. And I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today, we're talking with Christopher Carfee, and he's the Vice President of Content and Product Marketing at Duda. And Duda is one of the leading web design platform companies that help small businesses. So we've been, we've been talking about our current situation, Chris, and, and what's happening with all these small businesses. And I think one of the most important things is um, Cinda, one of our sponsors, has done some studies showing that you know, not all small businesses at this time really have optimized their website presence. And if there's any time to do it, it's now. So um, what can they, you know, what can they do to, you know, what kind of products can they offer? How can they update? What can they do to try to use this time to kind of think out of the box or to add things they never used before in their online presence? Absolutely. There are a lot of things that um, agencies can do that are working with small businesses. The, you know, the things that, that we've seen over the last couple of years is you know, somewhere around half of small businesses actually work with some sort of web pro in order to keep their, their online presence going and make sure that it's, it's up to a, a professional level. And so this is really an opportunity, especially, I think, for agencies and, and other types of web pros to reach out to their small business clients and really offer a number of different types of suggestions to them of things that they can do. So it's everything from um, getting online ordering turned on on their sites. We are seeing a lot of chatter about this uh, in the States right now, especially in the the particular areas that are hit by some of these restrictions and shelter-in-place orders. Uh, all the restaurants are switching to either delivery or takeout only. And so getting those types of capabilities turned on on those websites is a very tactical thing that if an agency has restaurants and other similar types of customers that they should be thinking about. If they are doing things with uh, other types of appointment-based services, and this is everything from um, in areas that are still open for individuals being able to come in to the area, or uh, there are some of the the businesses that offer home services. When we think about things like um, you know plumbers and electricians and those types of folks who may still be able to uh, work setting up online scheduling and rescheduling types of capabilities in the digital presence. It's something that's hugely important. Um, online payments and transactions are another area as well. The other area, and we touched on this just a little bit in the, uh, the prior section, is really thinking about what are the different types of 
useful content and communication that folks mm-hmm. should be spinning up. And that's articles, that's videos, that's podcasts. It is all of the different types of things. Since people are going to be remote, um, those are the types of things that people will be able to consume and again, stay connected with the small businesses. And so if agencies can help folks with those types of things, they should be doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, before I come back to the communication, I want to come back to that. I want to talk about payments and appointments and things um, because uh, there's a, there's so many small businesses that actually didn't have those set up. Um, how how difficult is it, you know, during this crisis time to then all of a sudden get that set up? You know, how can agencies help them do that? Yeah. So with the different types of systems that are out there, um, you know, with what we do at Duda, if an agency has a small business client that wants to get these things turned on, there are a number of different online ordering capabilities, uh, Gloria Food and Grubhub and uh, Chow Now and a number of other ones that can get turned on. And we actually are uh, putting up a whole host of different resources around this specifically as well. Uh, these same types of things, if folks are working with uh, some of the other you know, website platforms, should have similar capabilities as well to get those things turned on. So making sure that the small businesses understand what their options are, uh, reaching out to them, say, hey, you know, here's something that we can recommend trying to make it uh, as affordable and more importantly, as rapid as possible. If this thing is going to take um, you know, weeks or longer to get turned on, it's probably going to be too late because the business will have had a really steep decline in revenue in that time. So things that can get turned on quickly, uh, you know, it may require getting set up with some of these third-party systems and then integrating that capability into the site. And again, the, the due to web pros group on uh, Facebook, a lot of folks are talking about this, uh, you know, as of the, the, the first part of this week that we're working on right now. And so it is one of those things that agencies absolutely need to be thinking about if a number of their small business clients have those kinds of uh, opportunities. Same thing with scheduling and such. It is typically mm-hmm. uh, integrating with the system that connects with the calendar. It is usually uh, dropping a widget into a website for calendar- calendaring and schedule maintenance and being able to schedule and reschedule types of things. And those are all of the, the types of things that we should be thinking about. Similarly, if groups had been doing uh, or planning online meetups, or I'm sorry, in-person meetups or the like, flipping those things to uh, virtual and scheduling those things as well, letting people know when are the upcoming events that they're doing as you know, webinars or broadcasts or you know, Facebook Live or Instagram TV streams and, and those types of things. Those are all the types of things that should be both updated and promoted uh, on, the, uh, on the website as well as integrated as cleanly as possible just to make it really easy to manage and maintain all of those different types of moving parts as, as things go forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And and when you're talking about this, you know, the videos and articles and mainstream, well, what about content? Because before you said in, in email content, useful or personal is important. Um, uh, how how do small businesses think about the content? What you know? How can they try to get some engagement? Okay, you know, keep keep their audiences active, even if they're not actually in foot traffic. Yeah, there are. I think there are a couple of different ways. The first is really understanding what is the what is the goal that you're trying to drive. Is it staying top of mind right now? Now, from a brand perspective, is it creating content that will live on for a while and provide an annuity and an ongoing benefit? And all of those different things are really um, different muscles for for some small businesses. So again, if you have an agency that you're working with, if you're an agency that works with small businesses offering these kinds of services, um, there are two, I think there are two different ways to think about it. The first is regardless, think about what are the objectives? What are you trying to do with 
creating this content. Creating content for content's sake is a waste of time. Understand what's the business objective that you're trying to drive. And then what are the goals that you are trying to um, impact by having this, this content out there? Two of the big sort of buckets of of goals are either going to be around engagement and staying top of mind or bringing people to the the website. And those require slightly different tactics. Um, And some of them also, especially around the engagement, are not going to be something you can plan. They're going to be something that you need to sort of listen and respond. So the the first thing I would would definitely recommend is um, have a calendar in place for the things that you want to create, have that content calendar set up, understand, am I going to be creating um, a blog post, two blog posts, three blog posts a week, a video a week, a video every two weeks, a video a day, whatever it is, and understand what that cadence is. And then if you, you know, if you're not commuting now, um, you know, potentially there are, you know, extra half an hour to a couple (laughs) hours in the day uh, to work on um, some of these things. So, yeah. so work on those things. The other thing that is super, super important is, again, listening first. So if we're talk- talking about content, especially content that is out in uh, social media, before just posting things willy-nilly, listen, monitor, understand what your customers are saying in those various channels. If something massive is happening, first thing you do, turn off all of your scheduled posts that are going to go out because they're going to feel really, really, really out of touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, um, you know, when we we're having this conversation now, just a couple of hours ago, um, saw that there was a uh, moderate earthquake in Salt Lake City, Utah in the States, oh. uh, 5.7. As a result, if um, people are, you know, sending out their, you know, tweets about various things that aren't connected to, oh, okay, not only do we have, you know, the COVID nineteen thing happening, but now we have this as well. They're going to seem super out of touch. So it's mm-hmm. listen, understand what's going on, engage on social, and engage means listen and respond. It doesn't just mean use it as another broadcast channel. And once you have that calendar in place, then work to that calendar across all of those different media that are going to be most um, responsible and, and most connected to your particular types of customers. And then sort of sprinkled in there, uh, engage with them wherever you can on social, regardless of, of what the, the channel is, but whatever one that's that's most relevant to them. Yeah, great advice. Um, yeah, really, really, really great advice, Chris. Uh, we're coming to the end of our show, and I just, you know, we've we've we're, we're talking about what agencies can do. We've talked about what small businesses can do. Um, if you kind of put everybody in one pot here and, you know, you work with small businesses all the time, or your agencies work with small businesses, you provide them a platform. If you had three tips for businesses to get through this situation, what would they be? So just overall, um, you know, thinking I'm sort of zooming out and thinking at the business level, not just the, you know, digital presence level at the business level, um, a, you know, number one, take care of your employees, take care of your customers. That is the the thing that is really critically important Two, at the same time, be really, really, really thoughtful of what you're doing on the financial and business side. So, you know, ramping down burn. Um, if you do still have an opportunity to get any sort of, of cushion in your finances, because this is, you know, likely to uh, last a while from a business impact side, definitely do that as as well. And then third, where you have the opportunity really swing hard to virtual and digital. And so that's, you know, taking this time, if things are slowing down, do some of those things that were on the backlog for getting the website uh, tuned up to, you know, where it needs to be from a a modern standpoint, Uh, lighten up the the size of the pages from a a size standpoint. So they load faster because everybody's going to be pulling bandwidth uh, right Mm. now. And so being able to make sure that your stuff is able to be delivered and delivered quickly, you know, up-level your graphics, do all those things that are on the, the list and put in those new capabilities that are going to help and be absolutely required for a business to survive over, uh, the next weeks and months as things 
either get more um, remote or more virtual. Yeah. Great. Well, Chris, thank you so much. It's been, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been great, great advice. Um, for our listeners, we've been talking with Christopher Carfee and he's a vice president content and product manager, product marketing at Duda and Duda is a leading web design platform for companies that serve small businesses and enterprises. And if you'd like to learn more about Duda, you can go to www.duda.co and Duda is also on Facebook and Twitter and on LinkedIn. And for Chris himself, you can go to LinkedIn under CC Carfee and reach out to him. So thanks again, Chris, and take care there out in San Francisco. Kimberly, thank you so much for the invitation. It was great uh, chatting with you, and uh, stay safe uh, where you are as well. Okay, thank you. And listeners, you all stay safe also. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me, Kimberly Lewis, at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And this show has also been brought to you by Cinda, one of Europe's most extensive digital marketing and local search nonprofit associations. For more about Cinda, please go to www.cinda.org. And on Cinda, you can also go under webinars and podcasts. You can hear this podcast on Cinda. And under webinars, you can get a series of very informative webinars under the Cinda Academy. So that is www.cinda.org. And Chris is actually going to be doing a webinar with Cinda next week. Now, for this show, Leadership Beyond Borders, it's also sponsored by Global Business Therapy. And you can go to www.globalbusinesstherapy.sro for more information. And listen to us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you happen to miss us live, then go to Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and you can download us. And with that, hoping all the listeners, please take care, stay safe, and tune in with us again next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.